put down your phone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and I am glad to say that we've got the whole gang back. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Got Hello. Anthony, Danny back from uh, whatever crazy disease um, <laughs> oh my God. that you had. Um, I just had a cold. You know, <laughs> he had a cold, he says, yeah, while just, fighting off. Just a cold. No, so, I, still recovering a little bit, right? Yeah, just a... Uh, <laughs> A terrible cough every once in a while. You'll hear it in the podcast. Oh no! Fair warning. Uh, <laughs> Put your headphones and, on. <laughs> and, and once again, in his uh, little corner there is Zach. Say hello, Zach. Hello. Um. So now, I figure today is going to be one of those where, um, you know, we all had a bit of time to just catch up on some of the things that we wanted to watch, whether it's movies or TV. So I kind of want to make this sort of like an open forum. Uh, you know, we're recording this just before Thanksgiving, so it's almost like a our little gathering of friends and uh, we get to celebrate, talk about some, some of the recent fun stuff we have in movies and TV. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll throw it over to Zach. Cause he finally Ooh. saw a movie Ooh. that uh, we've been wanting him to see for about two years. Uh, <laughs> well, first I'm, I'm going to start off by saying uh, even though it is Thanksgiving coming up in a couple of days, as we're recording this, uh, I did watch a Christmas movie first. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's one from Apple TV plus. It just came out uh, last week and it is called, uh, spirited i almost forgot what it was called for a second it came out already yeah, yeah uh, it came out last friday friday yeah okay yeah well but yeah we, not, not even like a whole week it was like will ferrell, four days. Will ferrell and ryan reynolds and uh octavia spencer yeah and, and i i actually really enjoyed it. it was it was it was funny in the right places it was emotional in the right places okay i was i was actually kind of surprised yeah i i uh interesting enough for anybody who's ever seen it i think i've mentioned in the past uh it reminds me a lot of scrooged with uh, bill murray but way more musical so I, I i have to check it out uh so overall you liked it that's cool oh you haven't seen it i haven't seen spirited oh, wow. yet okay. no uh no yeah it was it was uh really solid uh i mean it's based off of a christmas carol or loosely kind of i mean i say loosely but it was like pretty like like in your face like oh it's definitely there are it's a christmas carol there are, yeah um but with it's it's a musical also so it has a, that little mm -hmm. bit of a twist and uh, some other stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, obviously. Sure. But, Tap um, a little bit of a, uh, like, like a couple of little surprises here and there, like like plot wise, which was really cool. Um, and it, and and I guess it kind of made sense for for Ryan Reynolds' character why, you know, things happen the way they happen and all that stuff. So, uh, but it was really enjoyable. I I think I would give it a solid like seven and a half or eight. Wow. wow, nice. I know reviews I read initially didn't like it. They're like, oh, it's kind of whatever. It's I actually haven't seen reviews either, so I, I can't say for sure like what the general consensus would be. All right, well, amongst uh, professional quote unquote critics. <laughs> so for a Christmas movie, where do you put it on your Christmas list? It's pretty up there. Naughty or nice? I give it two naughties. <laughs> <laughs> two naughties. Uh, two naughties. Nice. Two naughties make a nice. <laughs> two nices. <laughs> too nice. Too furious. Two nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will. Uh, Hold your opinion in high esteem, and I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. 
Cool. Uh, give it a watch if you uh, guys haven't seen it yet. I mean, it just came out, but it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Cool. Um, and then the other movie that I watched before I watched uh, Spirited was Knives Out. I finally got around to watching hey. it. Hey. And my, okay, my my original, uh, well, not my suspicion, my because of this whole like DVD box thing that kind of spoils who the well in this Why case I guess you don't even look that up don't spoil it now <laughs> no it, well it's not that I looked it up it I came across it on a I think on, like a reel or something on Instagram major spoiler alert yeah skip five minutes beyond I don't know I skip <laughs> to anywhere where he stops talking about knives out but go ahead because I mean I, I, so my it. yeah my my initial thoughts and or my initial like uh, uh spoil or okay I, I was spoiled beforehand right so um the DVD box set kind of tells you like who the killer is if you flip the outer sleeve the other way and stuff and it shows that ransom's kind of, the killer yeah it, it kind okay kind of kind of <laughs> kind of which for, like for the for a good turn of the movie i'm like man okay this isn't what i thought it was going to be and then okay now when uh uh daniel craig's character just uh at the end started like putting everything together I was yep. like, okay now it's starting to make more sense and why that dvd box set is kind of accurate kind of yeah um he i guess you could say attempted murder but yeah not technically attempted because it wasn't really a thing yeah i mean he did murder someone else but <laughs> but whoops but the initial you know because the whole th- movie was about uh like the uh, i mean the grandfather the father slash grandfather slash whatever you want to call him um yeah the patriarch of of uh yes. the drysdale family yeah um since the movie revolved around his him and his and his death uh you're led to believe that it was someone else. But then we find out later that someone else tried to kill Sorry, him. not Drysdale. It's a Thrombley family. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, was like married into it somehow. and She yeah. was hilarious, by the way. That's like a side. Were you married? No, I, th- I thought she was a daughter. She's the daughter. She's a daughter? Oh, she's daughter, but then she took the husband's last name. Yeah. Yeah, which was Don Johnson. It's coming back to me. It's been two years since I've watched it. And then there were a Twice. couple of there were a couple of little things thrown in there, which if you're not paying attention, uh, you're not going to get it. But I, I picked up on them pretty like right away, like um, like a uh, Anna Darmus, uh, her character throwing up when she lies. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, and how that ties into the the very last like couple minutes of the movie. Oh yeah. Um, and then also this other thing that I'm now forgetting that was kind of like. I, I can't I can't remember what it was. It was I, something I, uh-huh. to do with uh like 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 some kind of MacGuffin. I, I don't remember exactly like what it was, but there was another MacGuffin that was kind of I don't I Was don't it remember. about the will? No, I forgot. It was something no, it with... wasn't the will, it was no. something else. But it was it was very like like the little details made this movie like really like a lot more than what it than what it than what it is or what it to the normal viewer would think it is if that makes sense sure yeah if you're paying it if you're paying attention it rewards paying attention that's like these days i see a lot of people like they're like on their phones or have their phones in their hands like put that down you're gonna you're gonna miss something super important yeah or you'll miss like a sight gag or you'll miss something that's recurring or just like a quick like anything in frame or out of frame like it's it's one of those things where I, i you know I don't want to be that guy. It's like, put down your phone. But it's, you, you gotta, you have to. Like, I know Anthony's with that, with like family and other people. Like, dude, like, you're not even watching. Like, he, <laughs> yes. He'll point it out. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll just pause it. But I'll, let me know when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever over at Anthony's and you're on your phone, he, he will pause it on sight. Um, fun fact, I don't know if you knew about this, knew this, but kind of what also sort of spoils the killer, it's actually a detail in the movie. And apparently it was something that Ryan Johnson had found out because um, other... By, by basically using... Funny enough, we talk about Spirit and Apple TV+. Plus, Apple products, apparently back then, I don't know if it's still the rule now, but it was like villains or like the, the main... Or like really like the really bad people. Like they, they don't want to be... Have them using iPhone or like using Apple stuff. So Ransom never held an iPhone at all. I've seen that article somewhere or, yeah. or someone... And he even, he even points... Like Ryan Johnson even pointed it out and... Um, hopefully that's not the case anymore because especially with Glass Onion coming out you don't have to look like a, who doesn't have an Apple phone or he just <laughs> they all have Androids or something like well because Marta she also had a non-Apple device I think mm-hmm. which I guess would make sense it in that you're down. led to believe yeah it yeah. narrows it down yeah yeah but, and uh, uh, and one thing that I also picked up on was um, earlier in the movie when uh, uh, I think his name is Har- Harlan which one? Uh, the older Don the, Johnson the, guy? No, no, no. The 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 patriarch. Oh, Harlan. Yeah, Harlan. So he he mentioned something about like 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 the knife. Ah. Uh, he picks up the knife and he's saying like something about being a real knife or a fake knife or whatever it was, right? And then that ties to again at the end, the like, very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a killer, but it's a, with it's that a knife. fake it's knife. A it's a blank. like a retractable kind of like toy. It knife goes in. Yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. That was, that was one little thing, and the other thing was um, uh, I guess the the Har- harlan's mother the, the really old lady that you think is like delusional and yes and losing her mind no she oh, she was great completely like in on it yeah. i mean like, she she, she kind of like did kind of lose her mind because she thought uh martha was uh uh ransom so yeah she was like that's that person because she was pointing out oh, like it oh, was you're and, back here again yeah right? you're back again it's like not me but it was Ransom, but uh, yeah, that was Great Nana Winetta, right? Great Nana Winetta. Wasn't nice. that her? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, they called her Nana. Nana, yeah. So th- those little details really, really uh, are rewarding. Well, that's the thing, like in mystery, like murder mysteries or, you know, small, like fun thrillers and stuff like that. Like it's great to see when all this stuff connects or like if you pay attention, you can, you can, follow along like if you watch like it's like old sherlock holmes uh stories like you follow along like oh okay so this is how they did it doing this route and so it's it's really cool yeah and it was really like this was really well done oh yeah that's why that's why the hype for glass onion is real yeah and we're watching it tomorrow so yep as of recording fyi when hopefully you listen to this on time glass onion will only be in theaters for a week if you want to see it in theaters, and then you have to wait a month before it goes on Netflix. December twenty third is when it hits Netflix, so two days before Christmas, that Friday, basically. At least we're getting a theatrical release. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it. I think it deserves it, but you know, it's, we're 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 like you know, go to the movie theater purists. Like you know, we're not we're not stuck up about it, but we just like the movie theater experience. It's always a lot of fun, especially with a group. Oh yeah, I think this is Netflix testing the waters. Because, you know, they usually don't do this. So hopefully it makes some money. But the first one had was a theatrical release. So yeah, it was. and it made money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it got, it got some, it got critical acclaim. And Word of mouth pushed the, out. Yeah, we were. Oscar buzz and all that. And yeah, we were there. I mean, they did also spend a lot of money to get the rights from Ryan Johnson. Right. Yes. 
So hopefully, hopefully it makes money. Even though I don't really see them advertising it too much, that it's gonna be in theaters. Yeah, no. So it's like I don't know the kind of shooting, shooting. They might shoot themselves in the foot, but by not advertising. And trailers haven't even been in the theaters. I think have it. No, they have right. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've only seen the trailers, I think, on TV or online. Might have been just online. Yeah. It's missed opportunity. But so somebody on Netflix, you're sleeping. Yeah, I mean, they need money and <laughs> you can get money by putting your movies that you're spending. Spend a little bit of, of money million. to get a whole lot of money. Yeah, you're spending lots of millions of dollars yeah. for a movie that's on your streaming service that's not really getting well i mean this movie wasn't even on netflix <laughs> they took it off of netflix yeah and i had to rent it because they they own it i, th- I, I think they weird. i think it was like a quote-unquote marketing strategy that, no that that's a stupid sense. strategy <laughs> okay, okay no that, that's why <laughs> like, that's why i put air quotes it's a it's marketing quotes, strategy garbage. just like someone like you who wanted to watch the first one before the second one comes out what yeah. if Why some, wouldn't it be on there? What if somebody's like, "Yo, I uh want to watch Knives Out." Oh, I have to have Netflix, and I don't. I don't subscribe to Netflix. All right, awesome. Let me subscribe to Netflix. I don't know. And like, then it's not there. And it wasn't anywhere. You checked in Amazon or yeah, it's I, Showtime. I, yeah, I checked pre- kind of everywhere where you can watch HBO? it. You had to rent it, basically. That's yeah, I don't think even HBO. Oh, no. Netflix. <laughs> I don't think. I think like for competition purposes, I don't think they would put on HBO Max. Because it's Netflix, but it was on Netflix before. It was because yeah, they, no, it it's was. theirs. It's theirs. So. so they purchased the rights to it and then gave. So they they purchased the rights to it. I forgot how much they spent. Maybe like, I think they spent like four hundred million to purchase the rights and then and for him to Have do like two more sequel. movies. Yeah, yeah, two. So he's gonna do a third one as well. I mean, it's kind of like Disney when they took off Avatar for the re-release. And then but now it's back. Now it's back. But at least now it's back before you watch Avatar right. 2. A month yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, it gives you plenty of time to watch it beforehand. So but this was just felt kind of the opposite of what should have happened. They took it out of Netflix. Yeah, pretty silly. Right before this one comes out in theaters. I don't know. We have opinions. That's all we're good. we'll leave it at that. We have opinions. All right. So I'm very happy for you, Zach. Good job. I'm glad yes. you enjoyed it. You saw two th- good things that you didn't, you know, were Easily um, like a nine point five. Yeah, oh, it's very good. It's it higher ratings. Strong nine point five on this one. It is a very good movie, though. I will yeah. say that. Nice. Okay, um, Anthony, let me go to the other end of the table. Uh, the, oh boy. not even a table of the room. Um, I haven't seen much. I have been catching up and keeping up with Andor, which is excellent. Um, not many people apparently are watching it, which is a shame because it's a really really good show. I don't. We don't. We don't know streaming numbers or anything. But every time anything you hear anything around of Andor is automatically like, "Yo, this show is too good." Like it's too good. Like it's like, oh, it's it doesn't feel like a Star Wars show, but in the best way possible. Like I can go on and on about this show. Like I've, I've been the one like preaching and evangelizing the show. Like it's incredible. Yeah, I've been telling people to watch it. It's supposedly not getting the numbers that they want. Obviously, shows like, um. Obi-Wan and Boba Fett have done much better. I mean, granted, those are very popular characters in Star Wars. And Andor is one character in an offshoot prequel movie. So, I mean, on that point, I can understand. But it's just a shame because this is probably the best storytelling that they've done in Star Wars in a really long time. It's pro- It's the best acted, for sure. And like one of the, like 
in terms of overall writing and uh, like dramatic scenarios, it's the like top tier quality. Like you, you think this was like a prestige drama, but it's Star Wars. Like it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. De- definitely, when we were comparing it to the other big shows that were out earlier uh, a couple months ago, like with Things of Power and Hot D, Hot D, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, and I, I put it probably right behind Hot D out of the list of like the top notch top notch shows this year like it's it's really it's really good really well done um and tomorrow's the season finale and the show's only gonna be two seasons so hopefully people will catch on and hopefully there's a lot of good word of mouth so people can watch it uh, i've heard from some people that maybe started it said it maybe it was a little too slow a little boring i can understand yeah that point at the very beginning you just have to get to like episodes like three and four and i think you'll be good but yeah especially if once it's done you can definitely you can binge it and i think those people that maybe were hesitant at the beginning might like it a lot better just by binging it yeah like what do you guys think like yeah, in terms sh- of awesome. especially with this being like it, it sets up like as that real hard like this is, this is drama and there's it's a, the war in star wars yeah, and then not even it's like not even full out all all out war. It's like the the Behind real the subtle wars. underneath undercurrent, the real like the nitty gritty. This is what it feels like to live in the empire. Like I, that's you know you barely get that from anything else. Like everything's sort of like okay, like Tatooine. Okay, we're kind <laughs> of like kind of you know we're, we're in a desert. It's hard to live in a desert, but we're on Coruscant, and it still feels like dingy. And there's nice parts, and then you have other planets that feel that just feel like they're just that that outward oppression as well as the overall atmosphere of what the feeling is and the ambience of of all the the citizenry that live in there it's just like uh it's like this is existing we're not living because it's the empire and there's this you know brutal oppression i think even luthan rail says it's like i think it's getting to the point where we're so used to the empire's grip around our throats that we don't even notice that they keep squeezing further and further in. I'm paraphr- That's a definitely a paraphrase, like misquote, but it's legit. Like you feel that, and it, it, all the side characters help bring that to life in some way, shape, or form. It's, it's so also good. shot really well. Like it doesn't seem like you know CGI galore. Um, like it, it looks really good because it doesn't have to be. It's it, not true. Then there's no jedi so there's no lightsabers there's no powers being utilized there's barely blasters being used so you know i I could see why you know they cut corners and cost with that but they put the cost um, the money somewhere else they put it in going cinematography going on location and shooting there it is in actual places he said it um i mean i i like i love the volume volume. it's cool but some shows like i Definitely Obi Wan. You could tell where it was like this whole thing is the volume. Like you could tell it just wasn't a set. Uh, Mandalorian. I felt well. I mean, they were the first ones to use it, but I felt that they use it well in Mandalorian. But some of the shows after that, it it seems like they're using it a little bit too much, and maybe they have to find a good good medium. It, I think medium it, it, to it, use it. Yeah, I think it it goes to say that yeah, we're reaching maybe not the limit, but we're reaching where it's over like an overview of the volume that okay like we can how do we mix it in with more practical sets like all the stuff of the like like the 
I forget the the name of the main street in Ferrix, but all of that section, that's all like a real live set. Like the guy banging on the, the gong at night, like that's all legit. So it's it, it feel it's much more believable and real, especially when you're talking about having to fight back oppression. Like that's gotta feel real, gotta feel dingy. Um Zach, and, didn't you say they use like a a racetrack stadium for for part of a set? this show i think you sent it to us no i know somebody mm, did no it definitely wasn't me because i haven't seen it so. you haven't seen the show no. somebody definitely sent that to me i could have sworn it was you I, no i don't think <laughs> i, I could have sworn so. it was you maybe no. maybe it was like my cousin who also likes f1, f1 that they they've used uh, was it was I don't it even remember was it on like uh niamos what i call uh, uh star wars miami no <laughs> no it was definitely one of the like Course dude you're sets. missing out on star wars a, miami it was a course on set there was a oh, star okay. wars miami. course on set, set that they use like a i guess like the the indoors of of one of these f1 stadiums and they used it to to emulate parts of course it was, yeah it's pretty cool so. that's cool i've never, yeah. heard, Zach, I've never heard of that watch it yeah well like yeah i'm sure yeah. once once i whatever wherever part of the show that's in uh, i'm sure i'll maybe recommend Dude, you so, need oh to, yeah let's kind of like, like this I, this is the one guy it's just like yeah i also didn't see, i was just i'm gonna throw something at you just, okay. <laughs> jeez <sighs> anyway oh wasn't it the mclaren uh headquarters yes yeah, somebody sent sworn. it to me wasn't it you Danny? no yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was danny then yeah it's gotta be oh, danny. Was danny. So it wasn't it's not a track it's it's the headquarters for one of the teams and, oh okay anyways yeah, which something they something they I, was, I was thinking about they've used in a couple of other like they use it in hobbs and shaw um on True. that island oh, okay um that same headquarters yeah, that appears McLaren. as a backdrop in uh andor got it yeah okay. the mclaren technology so not a stadium it was episode it was episode four got it i got confused yeah Episode four. Thanks, oh yeah, it was internet. the inside, the inside, inside of the building. Of the building. Yeah. They use it for like one model. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. what it was. So there you go, watch it. <laughs> watch, now you have to. Yeah, now you have to watch it. You'd be like, oh, cool, McLaren. Oh, let's watch it. <laughs> I'm mad right now. In space. But uh, going to what you were saying, like, you guys been watching it since it came out, right? Oh yes, yes. week by like, week, week by week, week by week. Oh yeah. I started maybe uh, last episode. I kind of binged so it all so an episode one through 10 or whatever you said one through 11 basically yeah wow, wow. and how did that how was that did it yeah like, how it did was, it feel it was, it was awesome it was awesome okay like yeah one and two like you said is a little slow but it was enjoyable because right? you're getting to get used to this side of like, Star Wars. i'm sure it's like all set up too one it and is, two are but, set up for mm -hmm. three three like was three the, was like it what? had the pieces of scenery that we saw in the rogue one uh yeah. imax screening and that's right yeah, yeah like the little like behind the scenes mm -hmm. uh sneak peek or yeah that that, so, that whole scene yeah the whole idea is that so this is two season show and each season is 12 episodes right so this first season is um all in the span of like one it's year it's one year mm -hmm. and then season two will be the following four years because they wanted to do five years before rogue one of like what andor was doing five years before rogue one and so what they wanted to do with each of these 12 episodes is kind of have like a different director for each like block. And so that's why it's kind of like, oh, maybe the first two episodes were boring, but episode three kind of concludes the first yeah, three like episodes. Yeah, it's a little arc. So there's multiple three episode arcs throughout yeah. the season. Three um, or four. Uh, there's, there's one. three and After change. episode six, there was like one episode that kind of like was like 
a pause like middle episode so and then they started yeah and then they started a new three episode arc after that yeah eight nine and it's like eight nine and ten maybe eleven like because there's eleven deals with some fallout from mm-hmm. uh episode ten but right that has that ties into it and then so now the finale is sort of like everything coming together and um i i have i, I think i have i have predictions but i can't say them yeah. now because zach but um you know but also, i was definitely hooked and it was yeah, awesome so being good. able to see it like right all together man um, uh you like, i i was i always felt that i was the the like being like the big star wars guy like um i would go into work and i just i'm just here like at work just like preaching just this show is the business like this show is legit this is really this is this is the the last piece of what we've been kind of missing when it comes to like Star Wars and what what the feeling of it is. And I've had people at work just like, All right, is it? It's really that good? And like, I just it, it felt almost like I was like the odd man out trying to defend this show and trying to tell everybody, dude, you need to watch this. This is so good. This is like really like the next level of you know like this is like you know Star Wars given in the hands of somebody who like is able to really go beyond the, the standard space opera-esque stuff and really get deep into like the grays or the nitty gritty of of you know what it takes to really like rise up and like you know there's you have to do some some real uh you know get your hands dirty basically it's really good and also like i'm a big fan of like spy thrillers so like things like tinker taylor soldier spy um the apple tv plus show slow horses that's you know a, sort of like a kind of dark comedy spy thriller but uh it's like stuff like that like it's a really it really ties into that and it's it's extremely well done i i cannot talk about andor enough like this might just turn into like the andor episode but we'll yeah. save that for when the season when the the finale airs and i'll have and a when whole Zach thing watches it. yeah exactly <laughs> so we could all Death talk stare. about it. no i mean he has time so whenever i've got time after tomorrow's episode then he could just binge it all one day <laughs> that's what that's what your thanksgiving day is about sure. like no i'm not gonna help anything i'm just gonna sit here and I may never help out with Thanksgiving dinner anyway, so. Exactly. No. Nice. And that's why that's Sandor time. Good for you. Next week he's going to be singing like Hamilton, like rise up. (laughs) Rise up. (laughs) He wants to be the man in the room. Uh, All right. So speaking of the man in the room, he's coming back. So Danny, regale us with your uh, uh, sick, cold movie uh, watches. I did watch a lot of movies. There we go. So I'm going to split this into two parts. First part, I'm just going to rapid fire some movies I saw. Okay. So we'll call this uh, the we'll call this the 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 Danny Lightning Round. Yeah. And then the second half or the second part, I'm going to talk about two classic movies that I he saw. He says classic. <laughs> Let's see what's classic. So is this about like it. 70s or N- late he, he 90s. Said 2000s, he said late 90s. 90s. Oof. But we're going to talk about it. I feel old. You say 70s or late I 90s? I don't think Zach seen him. That's, I'm fine if you spoil anything. So no, don't no, spoil don't it. do don't that. Spoil it. Okay, so <laughs> don't spoil. Um, hey, if I, I say think, it's okay, it's okay. No. <laughs> I think Xavier saw this one, uh, or maybe it was Anthony. Uh, don't worry, darling. Yes, I've seen. He it. saw uh, one. It I was on HBO it. Max. Yes, sir. Um, and it wasn't as bad as I think everyone was saying. Agree, agree. Uh, mm. it but it also watch. wasn't great. Correct. It was like. It was okay. It was there. It was it was, okay. was it was a film. Yeah. Uh sure Olivia on, Wilde will will appreciate that you enjoyed you felt like you enjoyed it. Uh it's on HBO Max, so give it a shot. Okay. Uh then I saw on Peacock, I saw a Beast. Oh, you saw a Beast on Peacock. 
Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. How I liked was that? that. It you was liked it? It was really? enjoyable. I thought it was going to be Idris cheesy. Elba versus the lion. Yeah. And some creepy like people that you'd find in the game Far Cry or something. I don't know. Uh, it was really good. Um, the lion looked actually really good for CGI. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, oh. yeah, it's always, they never took like, like they've been doing good lions video for a while. Just, yeah. You know what had great uh, lion, lions? That was a good lion. No, you know what had what was a great lion or tiger? R R R R R. You already know. <laughs> now that was some interesting animal CG. Yeah, uh, but Beast is on Peacock. Uh, Peacock's actually been having a lot of theater exclusives on there. So mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, Halloween ends. Yep. Uh, so check that out. Disappointed. D- didn't disappointed. watch that. <laughs> I got disappointed. to see. I think Zach saw this one because um, you mentioned it in a podcast episode a while ago. Dracula Untold. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, watched it. I saw yeah. that. We're going back. There. I watched it when it, when it came out. My boy Luke Evans. I was like, this isn't that bad. Wait, 2013 then, or 2014? Somewhere around the time. 2014. 2014, okay. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then like, the movie went on and on. And, and like, then oh, the movie kept going. Cool. You're like, oh. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it was yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. And they were trying to build the whole monster... Like verse. Was this part of the month? Yeah, yes, it was. was. Like part of that it, was yeah. the first one. Oh, and wow. then Tom Cruise's mummy. Yeah, that. Ah! Go well. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we'll move on to a recent release, which is also on Peacock. I saw Nope. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Remember, we gave Nope. Good a yep. Good Very movie. good. Did you uh, like it? I did like it. Nice. I was a little confused at the end. Oh, I feel really? like I, I feel like I needed something else to like answer it, but I like that it's kind of open ended like that. And I think uh, I think it's one of those where um, it's supposed to be like that. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, if you're paying attention, there's a bit of there's a there's some thematic uh, niceness. There's there's some themes going on. It's the whole idea of uh, spectacle and yeah. um what you can control versus what you really shouldn't. Uh, those kind of things. I looked at some like um, explained videos mm-hmm. for Nope. It's called, it's called Talk to Me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but those are fun to watch uh, for for this one specifically. And I like all three of his movies. Um, and did you catch the... You did, catch like the uh, did, you, did you catch the, uh, the, the Akira slide? Yes. Yeah. I that, was like, wait... Jordan Peele was like, I had to put that in there. I was like, damn right you did. Um, I like it was weird because both Anthony and I are in the theater, and then a, mu- a mutual friend of ours, um, that I, a buddy of mine, uh, he called on our very first episode. Shout out to Manny. Uh, he's okay. in the theater. I looked up and he goes, dude, like, cause, like we're all looking at each other, like the Akira slide, the Akira slide, um, and like a couple other people in the theater got that. It was um, we all like collectively had a moment. It was really exciting. Um, but that happened, but I and, I was, and I was just like. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, he's like, yeah, yes, I think so. Like, gotta be, gotta be. And I look at him and he's just like, yo. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, and it was pretty funny too for a horror movie. Um, I like, I just like how throughout the movie he was like, nope. Dude. <laughs> it was so good. The way, the way he said it and just like the, the way things were happening and he's like, yeah, nope. The, that, that point when it was raining, he just yeah. looked at, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Or the, uh, the barn. Uh, nope, <laughs> that was amazing. So the uh, that was awesome. I'm trying to like, trying to ask this without spoiling anything. So the scene that was at least to me pretty creepy. 
um the scene that had a lot of people a lot of the characters screaming do you remember that mm-hmm. one how did you feel about that scene um i mean it was it was like the long sequence right i think so where yeah. it shows like inside the yes. that, 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 yes. yep that's yes. all you need to know. yeah that okay. whole sequence <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, trying not to spoil it. Right, so I'm, like, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to figure out. He's trying not to, but yeah. Um, Zach has no I, idea. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. But no, Bob. How did you feel about that scene? Did you did you think it was creepy or? It was creepy, but it wasn't scary. Right. He's never seen fire in the sky. That's what I'm saying. That's so <laughs> for a second, when that scene started, mm-hmm. I started like nodding my head i was like no i was like don't do this i was having some ptsd (laughs) we were i think we were in dolby and i i look at i was like no man like uh (laughs) this is where we were we were collectively going nope like for a mm. second i thought it was gonna be like a long sequence of like from someone like someone's point of view Mm, and i was like i hope this is please don't do that what i hope it is and it, it wasn't but it was it was like creeping me out for a second but uh what they call triggering go watch fire in the sky yeah that was uh that well, was i gotta something. watch that because yeah dude i haven't seen it yeah you might it's it's an older movie you might kind of freak out about it but i think you mentioned it in a podcast yeah, yeah we were talking about a... like creature features and stuff yeah it's mm. woo! that's just uh Scary. yeah and i like the Don't uh watch it at night the uh or do i'm just gonna say best buy employee oh, but yeah. <laughs> okay no that's not he's not the best buy that's uh What's the name of I that don't know freaking what store? Was but no, it's um, it's it's popular on the West Coast. Like they have um, but he was cool. Uh, Fries, Fries Electronics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was, he's great. Yeah, that dude was um, was it, it was it was uh, I think it was Angel. Yeah, that guy was hilarious. He's like he's got all the cameras and <laughs> it's too cool. The oh and dude, the purple people eater. Something was that was that was a that was definitely a callback. I think like half the theater is like, what the hell is this? But like Anthony and I know what that is. Old ass song. But good job, Jordan Peele. Pretty solid. Good man. Glad you enjoyed that. And then now we'll move on to the second part. All right, rapid fire lightning the, the, over. The old ones. The old ones. We call now the you know his oldies revisited. Uh, I don't know. So these Working two title never seen before. Okay. Mm. Uh, the first one I saw it on Hulu. Um, I guess some people call it a horror movie, um, but it's The Sixth Sense. Oh, awesome. that was your first time watching it? Yeah. Wow. Did you know anything about it? I only knew the line, the I, I see dead people. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. Good. I knew there was a, a twist somewhere. But you didn't know what I it was. I didn't know what. What twist it was. Awesome. Good for you. But I feel like I figured it out before... How and why? Because he already knew that there was something going on. I knew there was something going on, so I think that maybe like made me You've figure seen that out. right. I haven't, but I know. Okay, oh. Oh, okay. You looked I, in the back. I of the figured box. it you out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he's having the, the no, actually, my, I think my mom spoiled it for me. Oh. Wow, that's the that's <laughs> mother, mother. <laughs> so, he was dead the whole time. I, I, spoilers. No, I'm kidding. That's a 20 year old movie. Uh, spoilers uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> so I, I figured someone was dead, either the kid. Maybe him or Bruce Willis or you know someone else, and then when we get to the uh, dinner scene or like the the happy anniversary scene. Oh my god! Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Uh, w- when he gets there late. Yeah, 
I feel like that's where it kind of clicked to me because she wasn't talking to him. Yep. And I so, know it was tri- it was done on purpose to make it seem like she was mad at him. Someone's mm-hmm. paying attention. But I, I, I figured it out there. And then the rest of the movie kind of made, like, you know, I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, for sure he's dead. Yeah. Hey, that's funny. That was Tony, I think, wasn't that Tony Collette? Mm-hmm. Also yeah. in Knives Out. Yeah. Nice. Um, but, and then I guess, like, looking back, like, you know, the opening scene like that made more sense yeah yeah but, you're just uh, like, oh wait he was yeah but it was a solid movie I, yeah I, I really enjoyed it i feel like it would have been cool to not know anything about it and like not know that there was a twist mm-hmm. would have definitely hit more but uh still enjoy i mean it's m night so yeah twist now watch the village no sure or that, that was his like first that movie. was his breakout so nobody knew that he was gonna do something like that. Do wait, what, like that. wait, what? The Sixth Sense or Village? That the, the have a sense. twist. The Sixth Sense was his, was his first movie. That was his first movie. Interesting. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought he had done a couple movies before that. Nope. That was his breakout. Like, hey, I can make some cool stuff, and it's true, he can. Uh, then the happening. So we don't talk about the happening here. And about eighty <laughs> percent of his movies. Not eighty percent. No, <laughs> we're just talking about. There's one in particular that Zach um, <laughs> never wants to speak about ever. Which one? Lady exactly. in the water? No, because oh. it doesn't exist. Oh, Avatar. Wow. <laughs> you mean Aang? Avatar. Have Aang? Have Aang the Ong? Avatar? Aang and Soka and Eero. The laced Airbender. Airbender. Did you guys ever see Old? No, I didn't. No, I wanted to. That was though. his most recent one, right? Yeah. Yes. It's on HBO Max. I heard it's not that bad. I, I like that. Yeah, I heard it's not That's bad. Good. Had some twists. Had, <laughs> of course, I bet it's it better, but you know, it's his, that's on brand if it is. All right. And then Six my... Cents. Uh, good for him next movie yeah, I might watch okay. it next uh, it's Tomorrow. on Hulu yeah I'm gonna watch it like Thursday or something um, no Andor <laughs> he's just doing it to spite me now <laughs> that's like two Andor episodes man come on yeah seriously that's more than maybe two three, episodes maybe three you can probably watch the first arc uh, so the next movie I saw hold on I'm just picking up where I saw it at. I saw it on Amazon Prime oh mm-hmm. on Prime it's a Bond movie no it's a, Ron never dies. No, he's gonna yeah. say Gladiator or something. Even though it it's not the It is Fight Club. Oh, first time. First time. First time. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and uh, that one also had a twist. Yes, it did. And I did not expect it. Yeah, there you go. I was watching it with Tina, who was on last week's episode, uh, and I was like, like before that twist, I was like. Oh yeah, I knew that happened. Like you know, saying something. Uh, She's like, like, hell no, like the apartment up. or whatever. Yeah, uh, and because she had seen it before, and she's like, oh no, like you don't, you know, know. whatever. You, like you don't nothing. And then the twist happened, and I'm like, wait, I had to like rewatch the movie in my head. I don't, I don't think it works if you like try to think about all the like different scenes in the movie. Like it probably works better in the book, but it definitely works better in the book. Yeah, Yeah. there's a book. I didn't know that. Yeah, it works better in the book, but I think uh, it's still a like it's still effective in the movie because of the big reveal. But Mm -hmm. it's hard. Like if you want to go back and be like, oh, when was this thing happening again? I'm uh, keeping it vague. For Zach, don't care about spoilers. Yes, you do. Because these are these are. Good twist. Like, there's good like, there's twists. some movies that They're when I twists. that when I eventually see them, like I don't want to be spoiled, but 
so most movies so I don't care about So here's the thing with that. Like part of the whole, like if you're going to then watch something or look at it objectively, you have to go in there not knowing the twist because then like you're just going to wait for it, wait for it. Like they see how exciting, like sort of tarnished. Have, if I would have known the so, twist. Kind of tarnished the, the sixth sense for him. Like, Well, if I would have been, uh, if, if I would have known the twist for this movie, I would have been like, Eh, you know, whatever. Yeah, you're like, oh, this guy's just a like I wasted my time. Yeah, like this guy's just a whole like you okay, know, but, piece of crap. But then that's that's a a good twist, like a mind blowing twist. Like it, like you you don't want to know going to the movie. Like, exactly. That's what we're so that's what we're talking about right now. Movies, both of these movies that he just mentioned, both have hu- those huge big twists, earth shattering twists. Of, that's oh. why they're classic. Yeah, like yeah. Sixth Sense is considered like a a classic good horror movie, especially yeah. from Shyamalan. Especially yeah. when Misha Barton just barfs on you. Scary. Oh, God. That part <laughs> freaks me out still. That's the one that, that's the one scene that gets me. Or like that's that I'm stuck at like blah. I'm like ah and, just, and then I did not expect to see Jared Leto in the movie. I was like, What? Yeah. This is him? Yes, yes, yes it is. Um uh, uh, Ed, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt were also pretty good in the movie. Yeah, they were also pretty good. You know, they kind of <laughs> they're decent. They're they're all right. Like whatever. So. I forgot uh, Meatloaf is in that movie. Meatloaf. His name yeah. was Robert Paulson. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> Cuz that's so weird because that's a voice actor. <laughs> that's a voice actor's name. That's uh, a And also uh Helena yeah. Bonham Carter. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so uh it's one of that's a, a David think, Fincher movie, right? Yeah, it is. I was going to mm-hmm. say talk about David Fincher. It's like it's a whole like you can go off on like a dovetail about David Fincher. Like that's one of like I think people like that it's one of his more memorable movies like with that uh but you also have like some other stuff that obviously is really good, you know, really enjoyable and um things like uh the americanized girl with the dragon tattoo but also freaking social network um which we the movie's good we just we just we're hate just the mad music. about the that the score the, the music we just hate on the score uh curious case of benjamin button um seven Seven Panic Room randomly. I forgot that he did like Panic Room. Seven. Uh, yeah, Seven I think, is extremely I think good. he produced a lot of, or maybe all of, House of Cards. He might have even directed the pilot. Uh, I believe he did direct the pilot, yeah. Uh, he mentioned Gone Girl. Also, Zodiac. That was like the beginning of, oh, snap, Robert Downey's like coming back uh, was Zodiac. Uh, and then obviously Jake Gyllenhaal is amazing in that movie. And then, uh, yeah, he, he kept it going. Um, he's yeah. David Fincher does good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: t- talking about uh, House of Cards. Yeah, David Fincher was heavily involved in the American version of it, but uh, the original creator of the British version of it uh, wrote the most the, the big arc that just ended in Andor before the finale. Uh, Bo Willimon. So it's yeah. There's watch Andor. <laughs> This whole thing is just going to be Bring called. It back. It's just going to be called Watch Andor. But also, these other movies were great, uh, dude. Man, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, uh, Fight Club's a Two good very memorable one. So now yep. you know the rule one about Fight Club. <laughs> Those don't are talk about it. and yeah, I would call them and classics. I just ruined it. I, yeah. just, I just talked about it. Yeah, we just messed it up. Now we're talking about Fight Club in a freaking podcast. We'll set it later. Yeah, we'll set. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere, parking lot. Zach will figure it out. Exactly. Oh <laughs> very nice, very nice guys. Um all right. Um those like Anthony said, for sure classics. Yeah. And then the last movie I saw, which we might get into in a moment, that we all saw together. Um we saw it yesterday at the time of recording. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 
we saw the Banshees of Inishirin. The Banshees of Inishirin, yes. Um, so that, uh, you know, I, I, I loved it that we all saw it together because we all sort of had like various different, like we all agreed it was good, but it was like, man, like there were some things that kind of like, kind of spoke to us in a different way. So it's kind of like the whole, like this is where we get artsy fartsy with it all. Like I know Anthony had like a kind of reaction like, wow, like it was, I didn't know what to expect out of this. Like it was, it was hitting him from like, you know, throwing him a lot of curveballs, just not figuring out like, no, no, I thought it was going to be, I thought like, it was going to be funnier. It had some funny moments, like very subtle, funny moments, but it wasn't as outright funny as other movies that, that he's done. But like, Martin McDonough, like so that's the, he's probably he is and Martin McDonough, who's the director and writer, uh, he's done a couple really like he's done some really funny stuff and he's done some pretty dark or heavy, you mm -hmm. know, content. So like in Bruges, very funny, like dark comedy. Um, you have seven psychopaths with I would just say it's borderline just a comedy movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy with a bit of like some other like stuff going on. And then you have a movie like Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is pretty dark but it has like real strong biting uh dialogue that can be construed as like oh that's hilarious given the really you know tough and sad like circumstances and so he can balance that really well um i think personally uh like Banshe banshees of inisherin has like has that good mix has a mix but more so on the darker like kind of like the somber side of it all but uh, there were points that were legitimately like, dude, this is great. Or like you had uh, like characters like uh, the, uh, Colin Farrell's characters, his sister, Siobhan, like she was like a lot of stuff that she said was just hella witty and it felt big into character. But uh, that movie, this movie's awesome. Like I love it, but it's you got to go in there knowing it's a drama. That's all you got to know. Like there isn't going to be like some, you know, car chases and some wild action scenes or uh you know a uh a, a step up dance off or anything like that to the streets to the streets <laughs> broccoli i'm just kidding funyuns broccoli and ball sweat god i hate that movie anyway back to banshee's <laughs> insurance what'd you guys think uh i i really enjoyed it um from the from the trailers or the the one trailer i guess um i i just thought it was gonna be a straight up like comedy and it was like that for the first 30, 40 ish or so minutes. Yeah. And then it took a bit of a dark turn. Yep. <laughs> Which. A bit. <laughs> a bit. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, are, are we it talking took, spoilers? It's or, a little No, it, no spoilers. It's okay, a, no spoilers. It's a okay. snippet of darkness. Let's just say that. A snippet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even see the trailer. I just saw. The like, uh, but I had the, the trailer. I had oh, the synopsis. The yeah, I've seen the trailer yeah. too, and I was like, oh, I want to watch this. Like, I, I, I sent it in, in our little group champs of presidents. Yeah, you sent it, but I didn't see it. Wow. <laughs> so what happens when you don't watch Andor? T wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's going back to me now. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, no, it's going back to Andor and Hot D. <laughs> and Hot D. It always has to be about the Hot D. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's going to catch on one day. <laughs> Season two, and people are going to talk about that. They'd be like, yeah, man, Hot D's coming up. I got that Hot D too. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. <sighs> Daddy, what'd you think? Yeah, you said you only read the synopsis. It's like, yeah. oh, the falling out of a friendship. You're like, the hell is and that? And I was mean? like, oh, okay, like that. We're going to go on this type of ride. 
And then the first 30 minutes, like you said, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a comedy. And then we're just going to try to figure it out. And then it took a dark turn. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because Brendan Gleeson's character, uh, Callum, I think is his name. Um, he 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 just says... He says I'm gonna. He says I'm gonna take drastic steps. So call, he's like, he, call, call him tells, uh, Patrick. It's just like, dude, I don't want to talk to you anymore. But basically, just like I don't like you. Yeah. Like, and it's just if you keep talking to me, I'm gonna take drastic steps. Let's keep leading at that. This one I definitely and don't want to spoil for people. Steps. Yeah, and then, and then drastic steps are taken. Well, yeah, because as an audience member, you're like, oh, okay, like okay, he's just like talking out of his ass. Or yeah, whatever. like he's just like whatever. But then. Two minutes later, three minutes later, you're like, oh, okay. He actually... That happened. It, it, it happened, yeah. And it gets worse. And it gets... <laughs> yeah, it gets even... Escalation. Like, there there are times sure. where you're like, you're like, dude, shut up. Just stop <laughs> stop trying to like talk to this guy. And then yeah. and then that's where but the it hit the fan. And, the whole cast was great. Yeah. Um, I know it was shot on location. Yeah. But it made it seem like... Like... Um, such a big film, I, I want to say. Yeah, like all the it, larger expanses, because I think it was shot. If I looked it up in the the Aran Isles off the coast of Ireland, mm -hmm. and it was um, like yeah, like it it had like really scenic, grandiose shots of like transition uh, that helped you establish like yeah, it's 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 an island, but you know there's a lot, but it's also kind of like expansive, but a little desolate and lonely, mm -hmm. and it, it added to the whole tone of the movie it's really 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 well done like i don't think it would have worked if this was set maybe in like a city or like mm. uh maybe now in today's time it was set um, in 1938 no 20, 20, 28 19 no 23 or 28 23 it looked like 23 i think because from the calendar yeah oh <laughs> you're fooling me it's the first of april like it's just i'm just like no <laughs> shut up that's and it's funny because you the more you progress it's, it's the more you see different things that happen with uh, with uh, Colin Farrell's character, and you like, there's other realizations that you start to make happening. Uh, is it's it's really enlightening, and again, like it's just the well how well written it is, and how well acted it is too, and then just how well shot it is. Like it's just it's one of these where have the having Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell like have that rapport as two actors that work with each other. They're extremely. Like you can tell, like they. I'm curious to see so the other movie that they did together. in Bruges. Yeah, weren't you in Bruges one at one point in time this year? What? Weren't you in Bruges at one time this year? No. Nope. Why? You didn't, when you went to Europe, you nope. went to Belgium. No, I went to Amsterdam. You went to Amsterdam. You should have mm. went to Bruges. No. It's down southwest in Belgium. No, you messed up. That would have been great. I took you, a train and passed through Belgium. But. So you probably passed through Bruges. So you were technically in Bruges. Oh, okay. There. There you go. Well, I did it. You did it. I did it. Now you have to watch. You no, should. You don't have to anymore now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, you should watch In Bruges. It's great. Basically, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, they play two hitmen who basically have to like stay in Bruges for a while or for a little bit, just like after a job. And they're just like, uh, Brendan Gleeson's character is... Just like, oh, you know, this is a nice city. And Colin Farrell the whole time just like, I, I effing hate Bruges. Like, I hate this city. It's it's great. I cannot uh, recommend I, it enough. I feel like they would have a cool uh, acting uh, combo. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because, and it's like practically everybody in Banshees of Inisherin is, is, is Irish. Like, we had a, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
uh, Barry Keegan uh, is, uh, who, is there too. Is like, oh, it's Do- freaking Dominic is this like a, a whole character in and of itself. And his dad, his dad, the cop, the surly cop of the ta- of the I like the one cop on the island. Like, yeah, it's nuts. The bartender, to the, the bartender, the priest, his buddy, <laughs> the priest, and oh. the, the priest is something totally different. <laughs> I did not expect the, the, the two. Like the that. two confessional scenes were pretty. Yeah. Dude, they were, they were hilarious. <laughs> Xavier was dying. Of yeah, <laughs> you got me there, father. <laughs> it's just like you're not gonna bother us for what? It's like, it's like, well, if you get there, I might as well be there. It's like, what? It's like you're gonna <laughs> you have impure thoughts. You're like, no. He's like, I, you're gonna choose me having impure thoughts. Get out of my dude. It, it's such. It's really good. Like we're talking about, like yeah, darkness with comedy. Like it's 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 really. I feel like they had it pretty balanced in it. And That's it what I think. Like yeah, it dealt with some heavy stuff too. Then. There's still that like weirdness of like oh I can find humor in the bleakness of the situation, especially like where you're dealing with like the death of a friendship. It's like how people just drift apart or something, and you know people want to hold on to that because maybe that's all they have, um, and other people holding on to other things because that's all they have, especially in such a lonely town like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so that uh was a great kind of segue into kind of like what my recently watched was um be brutally honest kind of like anthony who's catching up on shows just all in on andor um i'm also uh still watching like some of the the friday releases on apple tv plus like shantaram and uh acapulco and oh yeah mythic quest is back and it's definitely it's definitely funny like it's it's really done well get on that yeah season three of mythic quest is really good um but and I think I don't know if it's the I think the first two episodes are directed by Rob McElhaney. I can't recall if the third one was, but um, it's cool to see that he's stepping in and directing more of those episodes. Um, but the the way the dynamic is on that show is it's kind of like has a great shakeup going on, and freaking um, Danny Pudi is awesome. Like Anthony and I know him from Community, so where he where he plays Abed and he's kind of like sort of like the uh a neuro atypical uh big movie buff kind of uh of the person within the study group but he plays basically like a complete like douchebag in mythic quest and it's awesome like monetizing money grabbing uh douchebag and um but the rest of the cast is is extremely good too um they have a i always remember him as a what was this guy's uh the really like pip squeaky guy from It's Always Sunny. Oh, I forgot what's his name. Well, I know. I know who you're talking about. Like yeah. cricket, right? Yeah. Yes. Just, like that actor. Yes. So he's he's Rickety like a, cricket. Rickety, Rickety cricket. cricket. Yeah. And Danny, um, you have to watch It's Always Sunny. That's David Hornsby. Like he's hilarious. Um. Yeah. He's just cricket. And uh, I think it it might all be on Hulu. All of it's a sunny, yeah. Sunny, sunny, yeah, that's where I've been watching it. Sunny is yeah. all it's Hulu. Ridiculous. Watch it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because if not, it. you're gonna get got. Like, watch it. it's hilarious like like this is like extremely like crude dark basically everybody on that show is like a, a piece of trash garbage but you can't stop watching them just be pieces of garbage people like it's awesome the tagline of the show was it's seinfeld on crack pretty much it is and seinfeld that's, on crack. that's pretty accurate the yeah. gang gets hooked on crack that gang buys a timeshare uh it's it's awesome like that, that's what established a lot of those people so um yeah, Rob like, McElhaney and Caitlin Olsen, they're married. They're married, yeah. yeah. Charlie Day and the waitress. And the married. Charlie Day and the waitress are married. <laughs> and then um <laughs> they're doing real life. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah in real life. Know. Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays Dennis, funny enough, was actually in a band, I think, with uh, Sam Witwer called The Crash Tones. Random. Yeah, that's random. But uh, uh, but he's also really funny. He was in, um, uh, man, I think he was in a AP... AP Bio. AP Bio, yeah. Yeah, he was the... Yeah, the he's teacher. hilarious. But um, Olsen, she was also on like another similar kind of... She was. She's on Curb every once in a while. No, no but, but she, she had her own. She had her own show. Where she, she did was have also her own like, show. A, like a teacher, a sitcom or show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, it, it had like half a season or something like that. I don't know. I think it's still on. Is it? Maybe. I don't think, I think so. it had at least two seasons. Nah. No. Maybe. But it, you I, should watch. You should watch Sunny. You really should watch. Yeah, Sunny is, is like you should watch it after Zach sees Andor. Okay, I'll yeah, do that. only after when Zach scenes get. All right, give me until the end of the weekend. <laughs> Incentives. Anything to get Danny to watch. It's always sunny. You I mean, you I, have, I you just gotta watch. You gotta watch Green Man. You gotta see what Green Man's up to. And then you gotta or know Day about Man. the Day Man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Night Man. You, you, you gotta the pay the troll toll to get the boys hole. I'm the Trash Man. <laughs> Dude, that episode's hilarious. It, sorry, it turned into now into it's always sunny appreciation post. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, watching those shows. But then I also uh, got around to watching it just because it just aired last week on Disney Plus was uh, Limitless. Not to be confused by the Bradley Cooper movie or the I think the CBS show mm -hmm. that uh, they try to make it serialized on. Uh, so this well, is actually, Bradley Cooper did appear on that show. He did, yes. So it's technically it's like, like a spinoff. It's weirdly it's like a, a sequel spinoff spin spin of the movie. It's a TV show. It's weirdly a spinoff, but is it canon also? I don't know. But I mean, Bradley Cooper was in it. Yeah, so it's weird. I guess. Yeah. Multiverse? It's kind of like what, they, what they're <laughs> no. doing. Limitless it's, it's, it's similar to what they're doing with Acapulco, where it seems like to be, it's sort of a sequel slash prequel to um, How to Be a Latin Lover, but other different stuff goes on. Nice. But um, but Limitless with Chris Hemsworth uh, got some big buzz because it's goes through six episodes of Chris Hemsworth going through different uh, kind of approaches to help with longevity and for just uh, and for kind of better wellness overall. So like one of the episodes, it deals with um, uh, mem. No, sorry, it's like episode two was uh, deals with shock. Episode one was, um, I remember this because it was about trying to control your emotions or kind of like control stress. So it's about trying to be stress proof. Um, one episode had him uh, going four days without eating food, Ooh. just kind of drinking. But he's also like trying to like stay active and exercise because um, there's some science going on, with, like how your, your mind can kind of focus in on acquiring your food and kind of <coughs> boost peak performance. Uh, and peak potential at that time. Um, then the other episode that's amazing is about strength, like what strength looks like and how it helps you out through later being later on in life. Like if you're much older, like I say post 60, 70, you're still like strength training or weight training or being active and moving. Like your the muscles help with keeping uh, yourself moving. And all of these happen, all these episodes, like these six episodes, like he goes through these little challenges to help kind of like prepare him for something really extreme and wildly enough this was done by darren aronofsky which you know him from kind of like kind of i'd say more like wild i don't want to say wild dramas but like really sort of like 
almost avant-garde wild artsy movies artsy movies yeah it's like he did black the big one that comes to mind for me is always black swan so i'm like oh this is the guy who's also doing this and apparently he was really into doing it he's like oh i love i love national geographic and i've always wanted to do something like this and so he you know got in touch with chris hemsworth and while a lot some of these were shot before he was doing thor love and thunder and so for example the strength episode most of it is shot during his thor love and thunder prep and then the culmination of his like actual test of strength is after he filmed it or like after the filming wrapped up so it's cool to see like you'll see him like in different various like stages of, of physical conditioning uh throughout the show and also like a little bit what he eats but a lot of the science is shown in re these cool like pop-up book kind of uh transition slides and then they show real life people uh exhibiting and show as examples of what topic they're talking about that episode uh really enlightening um and big kind of big thing that came out from that is the news broke out recently guys that he is going to take a, a bit of time off from acting to help himself kind of like uh maybe either spend time with family or just kind of do more uh with uh his own self health and wellness uh because in one of the episodes they actually go through a whole genetic uh testing and uh big blood panel and it shows that he has a uh, genetic high genetic predisposition uh for alzheimer's later in life so i think like, at first it was kind of shocking to read but then i thought hey that makes sense based off of everything we saw and i, I think a lot of people watching it is like oh can we really believe that he's gonna be put himself in either danger or if he's gonna like really put himself in like be a little vulnerable when maybe he's just acting during this but no like, i think that's more evidence of no this is legit and so it was really cool to see someone like him put himself through you know, swimming through an Arctic, uh, a Nordic fjord in like 30 degree water, like just in like swim jammers while his brothers are on a boat, like cheering him on. And I'm talking like Liam and Luke Hemsworth. It's the funniest thing ever. Like, uh, it's, uh, it's really cool too. And so like, you see more of his life too. Like there's a part where he's learning to climb a rope and like his wife, Elsa Pataki is like, Oh, I like this. And she's just climbing the rope like easy. And he's just like, it's just why don't you do it for me then like just really funny almost uh like these like light comments but uh to see more of like his outside of just you know acting thor life that he's got going on so i highly recommend it it's uh very informative and you know really insightful um you know kind of some things that uh someone who's like big into like the kind of the wellness stuff i saw that hey some things i'm doing and some things hey i could probably do a little bit more of that so it's uh cannot recommend it enough. It's gonna be on like the Nat Geo side of Disney Plus, um, and uh, yeah, get to it whenever you can. It's a it's a good watch. I know uh, we were waiting for it to come out for a long time, like a year at least. Um, and it was on the Disney Plus page, like oh, coming soon forever. For a while, the trailer would never like. It's just yeah. here's a thirty second trailer. That was probably a COVID delay. Yeah, that or production delay, like. I don't know. I think I think something might have had to do with uh, the uh, there was an injury that he uh, he kind of like sprained an ankle or, or something like that. No, not a sprained ankle. It was actually like a a fracture that he had to kind of nurse during filming of that. So hey, uh, it's really cool. I I liked it a lot. So Limitless Disney Plus, give it a watch. Sounds good. And then there was something also that we kind of saw. I don't know if it was today or, or over the last couple of days where. I don't know if it was him or someone had mentioned that the next Thor movie might be the wrap up of the character. 
also could be yeah there was some uh like i don't know if it was an interview or maybe something he said where he wasn't sure or maybe that the next one would be a, a wrap-up for his character I'm not sure if he was maybe talking about it in the same interview where he said he might be taking a break but i mean it makes sense if just put liam hemsworth to do it he's already doing the I mean, sure. well, it's very possible he won't have to be in a movie until the Avengers movies. Yeah, like so, Bill Secret yeah, Wars so it's or a couple of At least a couple out, years. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, that sucks for my boy Brett Goldstein. Come on, man. But now we could take it as, okay, you know, he's he's been playing Thor since 2011. It's been over 11 years now. Yep. And maybe it's about time that he just kind of, he, like, kind of just like, like the character gets retired from, from the MCU. Or at least this version of Thor. Maybe we get like another version of Thor, like Beta Ray Bill or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that'd be dope. But I don't know if the world's ready for Beta Ray Bill. They should be. Because that was, uh, I think someone put that in, because it was a post that we saw on Instagram and someone had commented, oh, they should introduce Beta Ray Bill in the next one. And then kind of like uh, transition past the, the, the hammer, so to speak. So, or literally. Yeah. Hammer torch. Yeah, he has, he has his own hammer though. But that's the, that's the tricky part. But okay. who knows? Maybe he just gets to keep the hammer. And then, uh, but then also you could maybe assume that maybe because of the stuff that's been going on, that maybe uh, he he like he wants to like retire the character. Maybe, um, yeah. So that way, uh, he can he he can at least maybe step away from like like uh, the the grand scale of what the MCU is in terms of like how much prep goes into it for him being Thor. The amount of like work like the amount of working out he has to do. Um, I know that he. I, I meant. I heard something before where he said that he doesn't um, like preparing for the role of Thor because he doesn't like being so bulky. He prefers yeah. to be pretty thin. He, he has to be a little leaner, like, like from his leaner. model days. But like you know, he can still. It doesn't be that massive because yeah. it's work. Like it's it sucks. It's weird to say, but like you got to eat like four thousand calories. Yeah, and I struggle to eat two thousand. Yeah, he, he. I think he he said something like like oh I always feel like very heavy. Mm-hmm. Because he has to put on a ton of weight uh, in muscle, so yeah. Um, but I'm sure he would like to just step back from that, maybe cut down a little bit more, um, and and if he continues acting for a little bit after that, maybe just do like uh, smaller, less physically demanding roles. I mean, one one other movie that should be coming out soon from him is uh, Extraction Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's right, and he's got to be a top military operative dude. So you know, he's, so he's still got to be, he's gotta, still got to be like lean, mean Maybe fighting not machine, as big as Thor, not massive. Yeah, but he's got to do his thing. But who knows, man? Yeah, I wonder what that means about putting Extraction sequels into play. I think they already filmed it, though, right? I think. So. Yeah, I believe yeah. it should be done. Right? All right, cool. Well, and then lastly but not least, I guess speaking of Disney news, uh, you know, we got a couple shakeup at uh, you know, Disney leadership, right? Got that big Papa Iger yeah. back. Big yeah, Papa. The, the CEO, the current CEO, Bob Chapek, essentially got fired. He got the boot. He got replaced by the previous CEO. <laughs> He's back. <This> weird. <laughs> so, did you say, yeah, Anthony, I think it mentioned uh, off offline that there was like a, like how it went down, rumors has it, right? Well, the, apparently, um, yeah, there was some like secret meeting of like, only a few of the top execs Ooh, and so like a whole bunch of people didn't even know that this was happening chapek didn't even know it was happening because he was at this uh uh what do you call it um he was at the concert that 
Disney Plus was, was oh, the, Elton the Elton John concert. Oh, that's right. And so were a bunch of other Disney executives. And yeah. Nobody there knew about it either. And and apparently, Chapek was supposed to introduce Elton John. And then I guess uh, he got the news and he was like, yep, I got to go. And he yeah. did not introduce Elton John. Oh, man. But yeah, because uh, yeah, it was like a, an email was sent out to pretty much everyone in the company, an email from Bob Iyer saying like, this is what's happening. And a lot of people thought it was fake. And it's like, nope, it was not fake. In April. But yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> it was pretty weird that it was done on a Sunday, like Week Sunday before night. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Sunday night right before Thanksgiving. It was just uh, something weird must have happened. And yeah, and people must have gotten nervous and said, okay, we got to get this guy out of here. We got to fix some stuff. Yeah, I've noticed some uh, poor decision making over the last couple of years, especially when it comes to the theme parks. Well, I was going to say Pixar movies. <laughs> Not and being the released movies. in theaters, or at least not all of them being released in theaters. Yep. Um, I I can kind of get where during the pandemic it seemed like it needed to be done, but then now even as theaters were starting to become more, uh, like like opening up more to the public, and comp and these big companies, Disney, Warner Brothers, uh, whatever else, Universal, were are putting out or they're starting to put their movies kind of back into theaters. Um, the decision for Disney to still release some, what you would consider major movies turning red only turning red, dude, this guy's reading yeah. my mind. I was going to say, dude, turning, turning red, red. Yeah, that and was then, the big one that really, like, and then not even just theirs live action movies. Like this, uh, disenchanted just came out that could have easily gone to the theaters. Yeah. And a lot of people would have gone to go and yeah. pay to see it because not, the first movie money was out of great. It. The second movie, I don't, I don't know how it's what it's like, but I'm I sure. think they were trying to bank like Disenchanted or Strange World. Disenchanted, Strange World. <laughs> yeah, and Why how have both? they how have they promoted Strange World? I barely. I'm exactly. only now seeing TV I commercials. Like and it's only now. This this I mean, I've seen a couple of a trailers days. that have come out uh, or that have been shown before movies that we've seen. It's like one of the but weakest advertising strategies i've seen for like a cgi disney movie like i can't believe how how little they're advertising it's pretty weird yeah it's confusing but um maybe they know it's not too good and they're like uh, maybe let's do, do it like the the good dinosaur and let's just not advertise it Whew. yeah but hey remember that the record state that the good dinosaur is not cars too <laughs> oh god there you go. The good dinosaur is not cars too. The good dinosaur was good. <laughs> dinosaur. Spoilers. <laughs> good dinosaur. The good dinosaur was a good dinosaur. It's not we're back a dinosaur story. <laughs> but I, I can see where where when the movie was was out, I don't remember too much of like the hype for it. So. No, not well. Well, going back to Bob uh, Bob Iger coming back. All I'll say is that I saw a video of people like waiting for just something in Disneyland, like, and then everybody getting the news. And all those people cheering. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's nuts. nuts. Like if you that's where you know, like, oh my god, Bob Iger's back. Yeah. Like like random park patrons cheering for that that uh, the CEO well, has, has changed and hated back. it because of the whole genie plus that was also a decision uh that was not good. Also, the decision to not keep constructing things during uh lockdown of <laughs> the park. Tron is still Tron. gone. So Bob Chapek did not last how it, how long it took for Tron light cycle run to be built in Orlando. 
Let's let's that's rough. Let the records show. But hey, you know, uh, on to uh, familiar, but also hopefully fun and new things uh, from Disney the, properties, the, Disney, the, uh, you know, because Disney's still holding a pretty solid ground when it comes to the streaming service of Disney Plus. But um, who, hopefully we get some other things from, you know, a movie standpoint and a theatrical release uh, releases that make sense. Who knows, man? I mean, yeah, we got two years uh, with Bob Iger. Supposedly, before something else happens, to uh, get it back onto the right direction, yeah, is what they're saying. So, um, hopefully, we get to see some cool changes and sets Disney off to uh, the next step, bigger yeah, and better things. Exactly. They got They got to compete with Universal now. I yeah. feel like like the the easiest thing to do would be to so all of their big budget movies that they're making should just go to theaters instead of putting some of them into theaters and some of them into Disney plus or Hulu or whatever it might be because you, you make these, you spend $200 million on a movie for a reason you want to make a billion dollars. Let's say you're not going to make a billion dollars by putting on a streaming service and only make 5 million on a $200 million budget. Well, plus yeah, Avatar maybe choose budget. Yeah, yeah, that Avatar 2 budget needs like, hey, we need to be the fourth highest grossing movie of all time to break even. Man, imagine. imagine that doesn't if, make sense. Imagine, I think it's because it's two, three, and four. But that doesn't make sense. The fourth highest grossing movie of all time? The, like, yeah. the movie, so he has to make two billion. That's what he's saying. But the 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 movie's budget is like 250 But right? that's nothing. Okay. But so, the, yeah, that's what it, I'm saying. The, like, it's 250 Maybe he make, said that jokingly, and we just read it, it out might of have context. Been because even if it's, let's say, it's three hundred million, and okay, and usually half of your your budget is advertising, so then really the movie is four hundred fifty million. So they probably need to make like eight hundred, nine hundred. They need to make that yeah. Doctor Strange but multiverse of madness. Two billion. Money. So for him yeah. to say we need to make two billion, it's like. So you're saying this movie cost almost a billion to make? I doubt it. No way. I, I, I can see it. where maybe he might. He, because I, I would assume that the next couple movies might be filmed back to back, so well, maybe he needs he, the money to do it. But they filmed two and three. Two and three should be back. They filmed these back to back. Yeah. Okay. So but maybe it's, they're it's saying four it as and like the cost five or however many are left are the ones that are yeah. unsure. Yeah, yeah four remember, and five are the ones that are. Gonna and remember, um, at World's End is still technically like the most ex- one of the most expensive movies. Which is ever crazy. Made. The pirates. The pirates. Pirates three. That's crazy. Pirates three. Then you got Fast Ten. Shut no, Fast Ten. Being not like your three hundred something million. Yeah, because I think all the actors are getting paid like forty million dollars. That's too much. They're getting paid too much. It's like they're all getting that Robert Downey Jr. money. F is for financial but none ruin. Of them are, none of them are Robert Downey Jr. So exactly, because it's their family. Except for Ludacris. Ludacris. Ludacris can make get that money. You can get Ludacris the money just because it's it's the family featuring Ludacris. That's yeah. what those movies are. <laughs> featuring ludicrous <laughs> and speaking of ludicrous that's a uh, you know i'll tell you to get back before you uh you don't know me like you that. don't know me like that yeah all up in my ear uh, or it's time to roll out roll, roll out, out that's it so time about roll out we're going to call that one for today guys i hope you enjoyed the fun little kind of uh uh you know get together and just chat about the current state of stuff the things we've watched um you know all our recommendations we'll have them here through the episode uh we also have our polls up on twitter and instagram on popcorn watch list if you're listening 
through your podcast platform of choice and have us follow there. Go ahead and please follow us on our social media. Interact. We love to uh, throw out polls, answer questions, uh, take your recommendations too, guys. So uh, check that out. We look forward to it. Um, you hear us before or even after. Hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, uh, sit around, watch some good, got some, watch some good TV or watch some good movies. Maybe some good movies first. But uh, with that, guys, and ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, until next time. Yeah, ladies, stop, 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 stop.